Hey, hey, homebodies, what's happening? It's your girl, the Toad Lady, Rachel Presser, coming at you live from New York. And today we're going to be getting into uh, the whole home bar phenomenon. So, yeah, apparently um, home bars are on the rise. Because you know that the media is always, like, you know, going on, you know, wringing their hands, flapping their, their fucking jaws about how millennials are killing this, millennials are killing that. And what's the latest thing that, you know, that we've taken to our black site and shoved under, you know, a, a burlap sack before we pulled the trigger, going out to the bar. Because, you know, Millennial has just become a catch-all for anybody under the age of 40, and they've, you know, completely sidestepped that, you know, most Millennials are not college age or fresh out of college. We're kind of fucking old. Like, I'm going to be 35 in about, like, what, six, seven months uh, at the time of this recording. Um, yeah, like... I like to yeah, still hit the clubs like every once in a while, but that's usually because there's some kind of community or subculture purpose to it. Like, going to bars, like, in general is just not that really appealing to me anymore, to be honest. Um, it's not, like, appealing to a lot of people my age and a slightly older at the, you know, upper end of the millennial bracket or ex-annuals, as they keep calling us. But, yeah. So apparently, uh, building bars at home, if we can actually afford homes, it, you know, is uh, the big uh, on-trend thing kind of happening now. So it's kind of a, it's a curious phenomenon. And there's a lot of different reasons for this, because, like I said, you know, going out, you know, can get pretty expensive. And, like, why why would I spend, yeah, like, you know, like, like anywhere from, like, 6 to $14 on a single drink when... Dude, you can just, like, go to the store and get a bottle of wine for $6. Um, yeah, you can just go to the liquor store and just, you know, be able to get far more bang for your buck. And and in cases, you know, for, you know, the ladies, queer people, other marginalized people, um, going out, we can just, you know, get harassed and don't want to deal with it. Like, hey, it's just nice, you know, to be able to have a place you could just have a drink or two with a friend and know that you're safe, know that you're not going to get hit on, you know, by, and have it be unwanted, um, you, it's also, yeah, nice to know that you could just, you know, chill out and not have to worry about, yeah, like, dealing with drunk drivers or dealing with, like, drunk assholes on the MTA, like, SantaCon just happened, and I was actually just so glad I wasn't feeling good that day, I had planned to go to a party that night, but, oh, believe me, it is a night you don't want to be out in the street because the whole place just gets flooded with like thousands of out-of-towners who just like piss and barf everywhere and you know you can't even like yeah, do any last minute holiday shopping because it's like oh I have to like explain to like my child or to like my 75 year old mom that oh this is what oh yeah this is why some like 35 year old account executive is you know already like barfing on himself even though it's two o'clock in the afternoon and it's just like yeah like a a hell fest you do not want to deal with and so while going out to a bar may not always entail that yeah if you're a woman by yourself it, it can be um <laughs> yeah so i can certainly see the appeal of the whole like you know rise and building a bar at home if you just don't want to deal with any of that Aside from the actual, you know, costs involved in going out and the potential risk with drunk drivers, I said this, like, stupid assholes on the MTA getting in your face, it just is something you may not want to deal with, and that is totally understandable. Um, 
so yeah, so the actual like, you know, structure involved in building a home bar, it can be like, you know, anywhere from like, you know, buying these little, you know, like prefab kits on Amazon that are pretty cheap. Or you can even just like you know, get like a little desk and bookcase at like the thrift store or at IKEA or something. And you just, yeah, fill it up with, like, liquor bottles of your choice and you go to town in it. Although some people do spend, like, thousands of dollars, you know, getting, like, these, like, made-over, like, man caves or she sheds or they sheds now or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> and uh, they just, you know, yeah, like, have these, like, really, like, intricate, like, nightclub-like areas where you have, yeah, like, tons of different bottles, even things on tap. Um, like, the same amount of glassware as a bar. Like, there's, like, some pretty damn ostentation, uh, ostentatious ones out there now. And, I don't know, so it does kind of beg the question, though, of, like, whoa, like, how much glassware do you really need? Like, you know, if you're just, like, drinking this at home, um, like, unless you actually are, like, regularly having guests over, you know, or, like, you have a large family, or, like, in the case of, like, people I know, like, say, who have, like, you know, game studios like in more remote areas and so they don't they, they may not have like many places to go out you know i get that we're kind of spoiled here in new york with like so many barcades and collectives like all jammed really close together but like i get that if you're like in south dakota and your only like you know, industry activity is like you know your local igda chapter and that's it and then someone has to like build a space and it may not be some community thing like a barcade um and so you will regularly have like 20 people over at your house to drink and play games um yeah other than that like i just like don't really see like the appeal though in having like as much glassware as an actual freaking bar like some of these things i've seen on pinterest and instagram where like seriously if you're just like can be drinking at home in your pajamas i don't think anyone is really going to care that you are chugging wine out of a Collins glass or that it's out of a martini glass or whatever else. It's just like, come on, who are you trying to impress? Um, yeah, that's just my thing because like my, for me personally, the whole, like, the whole appeal of drinking at home is like, yeah, if I'm just going to be hanging out with one or two of my girlfriends and we're just going to be like, yeah, like dishing over like a movie or a video game or something I mean, come on, chances are you're just, like, drinking that shit out of a coffee mug and not really caring. But I kind of understand maybe you want to make some, like, you know, really, like, special liquors, like something you got as a gift, or if it's, like, a super rare, like, old scotch or something. That I can understand, like, wanting to have the right, like, the right types of glassware for. But then there's just, like, so many of these, like, kits and tools where I'm like, you could have just, like, yeah, spent that money just going out to a bar Instead, like, you know, all the, you know, social and aesthetic reasons maybe for not wanting to do so aside. Um, it's a lot like how, yeah, like, people will just, like, you know, spend, like, a shitload of money building a home gym, but then, like, they just wind up, like, spending so much more than they would have if they just, like, you know, even, even got, like, two different memberships, like, you know, based on where they spend time. And although, like I said, there's, I get there's certain social reasons you may have for wanting to do so but sometimes though it's just the fact that these things just take so much time and money to freaking build that it ends up like being all for naught in the end sometimes um 
Yeah, so it's going to be kind of interesting to see, you know, like how long this home bar trend is going to keep up. Because, yeah, they weren't really seen, like, at least in America, it wasn't a very, like, common feature, um, you know, beyond having, like, just a couple, like, bottles in the liquor cabinet. Um, or, like, yeah, you have a liquor cabinet, you have some beer in the fridge, and then that's about it. And then I remember by the time the, ni no, the 90s rolled around, um, like, there were separate fridges for wine in, like, maybe more affluent homes, but... It's still, like, having, like, a separate bar area was not that common. Um, but then I just remember seeing, the, yeah, like, I think it was in Austin Powers or some other, you know, about the 60s. I have, like, those bachelor pad bars, you know, where the, the bed comes down out of the wall. And then there's, like, that little, you know, just a couple little shelves, like, with maybe just, like, two, three glasses and a shaker, a few bottles. It wasn't anything, like, enormous, like, a full-scale bar, but it was definitely there. And then I think that I think that maybe that just gave a lot of people my age ideas when they were watching this. They'd be like, hey, I, I want to have that in my house when I grow up, and they made it happen. Hey, we all had we all had crazy ideas, you know, when we watched movies growing up in the 80s and 90s, but why the hell is it almost 2020 and we still don't have functioning power laces yet? What's up with that? The, the, those things that Nike put out, like, we're not even close to the real thing. Where's our power laces, damn it? Okay, so that about sums it up yet yeah, for the home bar phenomenon. We're going to have a apply more pieces about, you know, barware, Pinterest-worthy drinks, and appliances for making drinks when they go but when they go awesome and when they go horribly, hilariously wrong, which you can, all, you can, you can check that out at homestratosphere.com. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Homestratos, and I'll catch you again next time.